the purpose of, of every innovation area is to create the right environment, to create the right success factors uh, for organizations, for the community of this area, to be innovative. Uh, I think this is the common thing for all those innovation areas. You're listening to Building the Future, a podcast by Cadon Science Partner. And my name is Rudy van Beurde. This is a special mini-series about campus development. Because if there's one place where the future is being built, it's here. In this first episode, we are going to talk about ecosystems, specifically how to build a strong ecosystem. I will be discussing this topic together with three guests. With me today are Gwen van Overbeke, Governance, Communication and Branding Manager at Leiden Bioscience Park Foundation, Paul Janssen, Vice President of IADP, and Tom Streter, Senior Ecosystem Manager at Cadans Science Partner. Well, good day to all of you. Maybe just for the people to hear your voice, Gwen, how are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm fine. It's great to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Excellent. And Paul? Yeah, likewise. Uh, I'm also excited to be here. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Is this maybe your very first podcast episode? Uh, actually, it's not. Last year I did also a podcast and actually also a webinar. So, uh, I'm a little bit used to it. Excellent. Some experience at the table. That's always handy. And Tom, coming from Cadan Science Partner, last year I had the opportunity to work with you as well on the previous series of Building the Future. And now we're going to zoom in on campus development. And that's actually one of your specialties as being a senior ecosystem manager at Cadans. What does your job entitle? So, um, yeah, as an ecosystem manager at Cadans, I try to build a, a European ecosystem um, with all the campuses uh, where Cadans is represented. And at the same time, we are supporting uh, local ecosystems like the ecosystem at Leiden Bioscience Park, for example. Excellent. And Paul, you're an independent consultant working for IADP, which stands for Innovation Area Development Partnership. What does your job bring to the table? How can you help organizations? Yes, well, uh, we advise uh, all kind of uh, uh, parties in this field on developing and managing, but also financing and uh, realizing what we call areas of innovation. Uh, and we see that there is a lot of uh, different types of areas of innovation. Uh, so, for instance, uh, we see that there are uh, the more campuses. Uh, we see also more science parks. Uh, but also, uh, most recently, uh, we see that there was a lot of uh, interest for what we call in, uh, innovation districts. And all of these different typologies, they have their own challenges. Mm -hmm. uh, but as said, there's a lot of debate on the definitions on uh, this, uh, th these areas of innovation, as we call that, uh, as an umbrella. Yeah, so maybe it's good to zoom in into that a little bit later. But first and foremost as well, Gwen, you're working at the Leiden Bioscience Park, one of the largest campuses or areas, or what should I name it? We will learn in a bit, I, I suppose, of the Netherlands. It's, uh, it was founded in 1984, so that's nearly 40 years now. Yes, that's correct. And um, th 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 there's a mix of tenants, people using the area, isn't it? Like students from the university, but also research companies. Yes, it's like a, it's a large ecosystem. And um, so we are transforming the Leiden Bioscience Park into an innovation district. 
I'm sure we're going to talk about that later. And at the Bioscience Park, we've got like 20,000 people working, 20,000 students. And so it's a big mix of uh, companies, research and educational institutes. We also have an incubator. So a big mix of actually different type of organizations that uh, work together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now it becomes clear that we have three various pr perspectives here sitting at the table. The topic at hand is campus development. I'm also using all of these terms in a mix, a campus, a science park, an innovation district. But Paul, all of them are actually innovation areas, isn't it? But can you tell me a little bit more? So within the bigger umbrella of innovation areas, you have several typologies. What are the differences? Yes, uh, you're not the only one who is uh, mixing this up. Uh, actually, at this moment, uh, I'm involved in a project for the European Union for the for that joint research center on typologies of areas of innovation uh, to to shape more clarity in this field. Because uh, well, if you look at it very precisely, uh, we see, of course, that that those terms uh, are used. Uh, by by a lot of people in in different ways, so there is definitely a need for more clarity in uh, on this. Uh, but if you look a little bit closer at it, we see that there are the well the typical campuses as we know them, uh, and I think uh, especially in the in in the US, uh, we we all know them as those classical university campuses. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they focus more on learning and perhaps a little bit on research and, and valorization. Uh, but then if you look, for instance, at the science parks, as we know them, they have more a business uh, aspect to it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then if you look at the uh, innovation districts, uh, they differ from the other types uh, in a way that they are more uh, mixed use. So also housing is added to it, perhaps uh, some more general facilities. So we see that they are much more mixed use yeah. as the other typologies. Uh, if you look closely, then... Uh, and all of them face, uh, well, different challenges. Uh, they have a specific context, but we see that there was a strong shift from a focus on real estate, which we saw 20 years ago, mm -hmm. much more towards the, let's say, soft aspects, yeah. the socioeconomic components. Uh, and I think both, well, Gwen and Tom, they, they know also quite a lot of, of that from the We field. are going to pick their brains in yeah. a minute, most definitely. So if we talk about this campus development, yours now stating is not only about the stones, not at all, but especially what goes on inside those buildings between these people. And what you point out as well, that the purpose of such a, a district, an innovation, an area might be different before and now functions are being mixed with each other, like learning, research, public-private partnerships, even housing for residents. And can you also say something about the size of these locations in general terms, maybe? Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, if you look at the campus or a science park, they are, uh, if you compare them to an innovation district, they are smaller, let's say 15, 20 to perhaps 40 to 50 hectares. Uh, but if you look at an innovation district, well, there are some clear examples of uh, innovation districts of, let's say, 150 or 200 hectares. Mm -hmm. If you look at 22 at Barcelona, well, uh, it, it's a, a 200 hectare area of the city of Barcelona. Kendall uh, Square is a nice example in, in Boston, which also has a, a size that, that's bigger than a university campus. So there you see that there is a well clear distinction between those typologies. Yeah, and maybe to finalize this small little definition, because this brings us a lot of clarity, so very much thanks for that. Is there also something to say for the location of these areas? Like, are they set apart like... 
Yeah, you're right. Far away from the cities. Yeah, what what we used to see is that uh, campuses and and science parks, if I put these two together, were uh, established in on the edges of cities in really nice green environments. Uh, uh, and and if you look at innovation districts, they are always inner city developments. Uh, in a lot of cases, they are used for urban regeneration, for city transformations. Uh, so in all cases, they are in the, well, let's say, in the heart of cities mm-hmm. uh, as, as, a, as a part of the uh, city uh, structure. Yeah, yeah. If I may, uh, if I may add on that, um, that's exactly what we see within our network of 25 campuses. That there's a, there are some monofunctional campuses like the, the science parks in the campuses, like Utrecht Science Park, for example, uh, or some campuses of Cadans within the Golden Triangle uh, in the UK. Um, but the innovation districts are booming at the moment. Not only the Leiden uh, Science Park Innovation District, but for example, also uh, the Makers District in, in Rotterdam of the, or the Innovation District in Aachen, uh, which is managed by Cadans itself. And I think the, the purpose of, of every innovation area is to create the right environment, to create the right success factors uh, for organizations, for the community of this area to be innovative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is the common thing for all those innovation areas. Yeah. And that already at 25 locations throughout Western Europe. Last year it was only 23, I suppose, but it's a rapid growth over the last 12 yeah. months already. Correct. So yeah. Gwen, what about Leiden? So you're out there for nearly 40 years as a bioscience park. Yes, that's correct. So uh, the Leiden Bioscience Park started about 40 years ago in 1984, when actually the area, let's say, behind the city of Leiden, like on the other side of the station, was actually dedicated for life sciences at that, call, at that time still called uh, biotechnology. And so there was an area with already um, a faculty of science of the university, also um, the LUMC, the Leiden University Medical Center, at that time still had another name, but anyway, uh, was actually already in that area. And that was decided also by um, the municipality of Leiden to dedicate that area to life sciences, which was actually very special at that time, actually, to also uh, foresee that that was actually going to be uh, an important development and to actually dedicate that area to life sciences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And you touched upon it briefly as well, that you are actually now in a transition, maybe even more towards an innovation district, even though Science Park is in the name, so who knows what that, that will hold. But do you see differences because the demands of people, of, of tenants are changing? Well, what we definitely see for us actually transforming into an innovation district is sort of like a next phase of the Leiden Bioscience Park. Being actually the, the oldest and the largest uh, life sciences cluster in the Netherlands, um, Yeah, gives us also a sort of leading position in this area and also a sort of responsibility. And um, actually most aspects that Paul mentioned, or actually all aspects that Paul mentioned of an innovation district, um, I'm glad actually to see that we do tick the box of them. Like, of course, the fact that, that we're a ge- geographic area, we're uh, innovators, work together. We also have our own incubator and accelerator called uh, Unlock. We are actually now also building uh, housing. So it's actually a combination of an area where working, living and leisure comes together. Because, of course, we also have two musea at uh, the Leiden Bioscience Park, Corpus and Naturalis. And we also work very closely together with uh, Rijksmuseum Boerhaven, which is in the city uh, of Leiden. Wow. Lots of collaborations. Absolutely. And a lot of public-private partnerships also with with the university and with the companies. 
Yeah, I think the, the Tunisia that you mentioned, uh, Gwen, uh, uh, that's very interesting because actually last year uh, as Arab, uh, we did a survey on UK innovation districts and we saw that adding this uh, leisure uh, uh, function to innovation districts like Musea or a library or whatever uh, really brings a lot more uh, liveliness to these areas. So that was one of the key takeaways of that study. So it's, well, of course, at Leiden uh, Bioscience Park or Leiden Innovation District, you already have that asset. So I think it's a very natural step that you guys are taking from uh, growing a science park into uh, like more a uh, innovation district. Yeah. And Tom, maybe Cadence can help because Paul briefly dropped already. It's not about the stones, about the bricks anymore, like 20 years ago. It's also about actually the ecosystem. Maybe before we dive in there, because you use this term all day, obviously, as it is within your function at Cadence. But for, for people that are willing to work with campus development, what is that ecosystem about? What does it stand for? Well, actually, the ecosystem uh, stands for uh, uh, a vibrant community collaborating uh, with each other. Uh, I mean, the, the organizations and all these scientists and, and entrepreneurs within an ecosystem uh, are willing to collaborate with each other and make sure that they work on innovations for, so said, grand societal challenges. Mm-hmm. Actually, at Cadence, uh, Cadence is a real estate company, but a, a real estate company with a difference. So uh, we're not only offering the accommodation, but we're supporting the local ecosystem and we're providing uh, so-called ecosystem services and a big network uh, to facilitate this innovation for, for our tenants and, yeah. and all the other organizations at uh, the campuses. So that's then actually your precisely your unique added value, your business proposition as a real estate and ecosystem company. And then it, it brings the question to me, how do you build such a strong community? How is that done? Well, I think a very important aspect is to build a uh, to have a good look at the composition of your community. Uh, so then it comes up to uh, the door policy of, uh, of a campus. Um, but you should uh, also uh, supply all the core needs uh, of your uh, community uh, or for guidance uh, of our tenants. So that we need to make sure that we are in close contact with all, our, all of our tenants as, uh, because only then we know what they need. So um, by doing so, we, uh, we know that uh, we need to uh, offer access to knowledge, scientific knowledge. Mm-hmm. So that means that we can connect our tenants with uh, universities. Uh, but our tenants also need a lot of talent, new talent, because they're growing rapidly. Mm-hmm. So we're connecting them to recruitment agencies or, or we make sure that they can participate in career events or, or, of universities, for example. And so these are two examples of, of all the ecosystem services we're offering to our tenants uh, at Cadence. Yeah. But Gwen, maybe first, like in Leiden, you have a huge emphasis on health, obviously, like from the origin, from the university, from the hospital that you mentioned as well. Um, What about the door policy? Now you are in transition. Do you need to open up the door a little bit further or how does it work? Um, So, yeah, um, lab space and actually the availability of, um, yeah, of indeed lab and office space uh, always has been... um, scarce. So that means that that we have to be very careful actually with the type of companies or organizations that we allow at the Leiden Bioscience Park and that's actually definitely one of the strengths of the Leiden Bioscience Park that we've always been very specific on on the organizations that we allow at the Leiden Bioscience Park. And um, there has been 
uh, a branching agreement which was set up by um, the municipality of Leiden together also with the University of Leiden because they are the main landowners at the Leiden Bioscience Park. And that specifies the type of organizations that can actually uh, settle at the Bioscience Park. And um, yeah, the agreement has been made that one of the major uh, factors actually has to be that they have to be related to life sciences and mm. mostly life sciences and health because at the bioscience park uh, the focus is mainly on, on the development uh, drug development and drug uh, and medicine development but of course it's also wider so it's life sciences in general with an emphasis on um, on drug development. Yeah, and this is maybe in line with the societal challenges that we face. They become more and more complex. Like it's not only one organization that is going to solve it. You need like numerous parties, organizations in order to fix things. Absolutely. And that's that's also what Tom also mentioned about the ecosystem. It's it's one of the strengths if you wanna if you wanna locate yourself as a company at the Leiden Bioscience Park, it's also because you're active in, in those areas, because then it's interesting actually to be at the science park like the Leiden Bioscience Park, because you wanna find other partners to work together with. And those can be other companies, but also like the university or the Leiden University Medical Center. Uh, there, there is, of course, a close collaboration between public and private parties. Mm -hmm. But also, for example, uh, artificial intelligence and data science is becoming more important because a lot of the innovations, uh, it's, of course, in, important that there is a lot of uh, numbering going on and that uh, information can be processed very quickly. So that's definitely also an important development. Yeah, yeah. Paul, we're talking about campus development and you um, told before that you see a tendency, a trend towards mixture of functions. Um, is, is there one or two things to say about that, that there's like a sort of pool, like I once heard this documentary about building a shopping center and then you need this huge supermarket somewhere in the back and then along the alleys and hallways you can have small little boutiques and then people who go to the shopping, to, to the supermarket, they have impulse buys or whatsoever. Yeah. But nowadays, to attract cool new students and uh, international talent, you just might need a very cool bar with craft beer or special organic hamburgers. Or uh, is there a sort of code that we crack if we want to develop a campus? Yes, yes. Well, I wouldn't say there is a one-size-fits-all uh, 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 mm -hmm. approach to it. Uh, but I think a few things that just have been said are very important. I think uh, having a strong door policy is really important. Uh, and what we used to see in the past is that there was a strong focus on, on one or two perhaps specific economic sectors. But the word that we uh, see is used more and more is, is having a common knowledge base. So I think that's much more important also what, what Gwen uh, said. Uh, if, if, you if you focus on life science, but also the, the data sciences is becoming much more important. So mm -hmm. having that strong common knowledge base, th that's one of the key things in having a strong door policy and then uh, getting back to your question now uh, what we see is of course in all areas of innovation there should be one or two strong anchor tenants uh, who you're going to build your ecosystem uh, upon yeah uh, so that's really important and we get sometimes the question okay what is the optimal mix of the triple helix or quadruple helix uh, organization that's really difficult uh, and and it differs from site to site uh, but of obviously that if you would like to have a healthy ecosystem that you should have those startups those uh, accelerators but also the grown-ups uh, you would like to facilitate all of them and uh, mm. that's in in terms of the the functional mix uh, really important and if you look at the 
uh, demands of uh, well the, the 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 people the young people who would like to work in your companies or do research or go to college they would like to be in uh, dynamic inner city uh, areas yeah and so that also very accessible maybe as well ex- that that comes to accessible that comes to the the, the functions that come to the the 24 7 liveliness mm-hmm. uh, that has to do with the location of your uh, site or building or park uh, so that that is also one of the drivers behind the well uh, development from the more monofunctional science parks campuses towards more uh, those those inner uh, innovation districts yeah Tom, is this something that you see as well and that maybe Cadence is also picking their locations of where to invest and where to develop? Yeah, sure. So um, I completely agree that uh, a good uh, innovation area uh, should a bright focus on specific industries or even better, uh, a focus on uh, a certain challenge uh, where you collect where you can uh, can combine different organizations from different industries from di- different perspectives together and yeah Cadence is uh, specialized in in, in uh, creating uh, the the right environment for for uh, search ecosystems a nice example of this is the campus for uh, especially for renewable energy or the social societal challenge of the energy transition uh, in in Rijswijk uh, called at the park uh, that's a perfect a perfect example uh, of such a campus of Cadence. Mm-hmm. And together with the program, the, the um, physical environment at the, at the campus, both public facilities, but also uh, meeting facilities within our properties, like big event spaces, meeting rooms, audiovisual facilities are really important to encourage meetings and serendipity uh, yeah. within our community. Yeah. Excellent that you point out at the park. It's actually going to be one of our guests in uh, in an upcoming episode of this very podcast. But also sticking with Leiden, a while ago Gwen, Tom and I and some other people of Cadence were in Leiden to open one of their newest buildings, the Plus Ultra building, uh, which means ever further, which I've learned. But it, what my what what stood out for me is that you. You enter the building. Maybe you can describe what happens when you enter the building of the Plus Ultra. Well, it's of course it's it's a very beautiful building, and it's definitely uh, something that add-ons to the ecosystem. So we're very pleased with uh, with the building of Cadence of the Plus Ultra. Mm-hmm. It's um it's a multi-tenant scale-up multi-tenant building, so it's for like the larger uh, companies at the bioscience park. So we also, which is also really good, is like we also have an incubator and an incubator buildings like the biopartner buildings and. A couple of the tenants which actually started at the biopartner uh, buildings they are successful they have been growing a lot and so it's really good that we that they actually managed to to go to another to another building to another type of building with very good facilities so that the biopartner buildings they're more like suited for startup companies they're very flexible in in growing and and, and actually providing services but then of course the cadence building is is perfect for the scale-ups. So it's very good that we actually have those different type of buildings also at the Bioscience Park. And what I really love about the Cadence building is the fact that it's built in an open way. So when you come in into the building, it's very inviting. Also, the fact that you have, for example, a coffee corner, a lunch place where everybody can can actually enter. And, and that's actually also a very good way to create that that ecosystem and those casual encounters at the moment that you get a coffee and you start talking to your neighbor and that's a person who works at another company so yeah who knows what uh, what can happen afterwards yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, Tom, even as a special guest, we had the minister coming over from The Hague. I think he was quite impressed as well when he came in with the glass roof. It was such a nice sunny day. Maybe he was forgetting about the ministry building himself in The Hague. And and the, the emphasis on these staircases, that's what stood out for me. And, and immediately, like, you don't see the elevators at once, but you're very much invited to mingle and to meet and to bump into people like with serendipity, actually. Is this, is this purposely done? Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, within our property, within our uh, buildings, we are really putting a lot of emphasis on stimulating the physical interaction uh, among our tenants. And we also are interacting and inviting other organizations, uh, in this case from the Lighter Beam Science Park, to come into our building to get a cup of coffee, to have a lunch and to meet really interesting tenants uh, which are uh, accommodated in, in Plus Ultra Leiden. Yeah. And if I may add to it, which was really nice, is that the opening of uh, Cadence Plus Ultra, we combined it with our monthly drinks, the Life Sciences Cafe, which was yeah, also like a very good way, again, to mingle the different ecosystems. So we yeah. are the same ecosystem, but it's very good that the different people also from the yeah different types of ecosystems than at the Leiden Bioscience Park we meet. So it was very good to, to organize um, that opening together. Yeah. Excellent. Paul? Yeah, if, if I can add to that, uh, Gwen, I think it's, it's great uh, what you just described because we were talking about the design of a building and that's, of course, that, that's the basics. It should be done in the right way. And, of course, Cadence, uh, Tom, you know all about it and how that should be done. Uh, so that's important. But actually, we were talking about the design of a building, uh, which, is, which is great. But, Gwen, you're mentioning also in your programming mm. of your mm. ecosystem that you trying to combine these things. Yeah. And I think that's really crucial. Yeah. Definitely. Good thing that you add that on it. Um, yeah, we were on a roll. This is the very first episode, but also when you were in such a conversation, which is very insightful, time flies. I think we have some very beautiful takeaways. We've learned from you, Paul, what the overview is of the various terms that are being used and what they refer to, but also um, how to build a strong uh, you know, campus development, how how that is done, how to build a strong community. That's with door policy, especially the mix of functions, also the facilities. Is there one pro tip that any one of you still want to add for the listener who is willing or maybe he or she works? Tom? Uh, yeah, I think it's really important to understand that uh, setting up a vibrant ecosystem do really cost a lot of time and a lot of investment. Mm. So, yeah, take take the time to do this and it will take several years. And it's important to understand that uh, an ecosystem isn't owned uh, or a product or of one organization. So it's collaborating with each other. So not only the innovative uh, companies and knowledge institutes are working together, but also the stakeholders yeah. uh, in an innovation, innovation area are working together, mostly coordinated by the campus management organization like the Foundation of Light and Bioscience Park. And as Cadence, uh, we really like to contribute in a very active way to, to such strong ecosystem. Yeah, fair enough. Gwen? Well, my tip would definitely be for everyone working, well, if it's at the Leiden Bioscience Park or anywhere else, is also to make uh, sure that you also come out of your own building and come <laughs> out of your own office and uh, take that coffee together with other people and um, yeah, take the effort and take the time to go and meet uh, other people also from other organizations because that's of course where the magic happens huh yeah yeah maybe uh, we can give the people the little advice to listen to these episodes while walking 
over one of the areas. Maybe they bump into another person. Maybe that didn't work for this very first episode, but maybe it will work for the upcoming three episodes. Paul, uh, we will be seeing you back in the latest episode, actually, number four, that, um, that will follow. Tom and Gwen, thank you very much for joining us here at this random, I would say, podcast studio. We came from all corners of the Netherlands to share thoughts on campus development. Thank you very much for this insightful conversation and all these learnings about how to build a strong ecosystem, which is vital for campus development. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to a special mini-series about campus development, part of Building the Future, a podcast by Cadon Science Partner. And thanks to our guests here, Gwen van Overbeke, Governance, Communication and Branding Manager at Leiden Bioscience Park Foundation, Paul Janssen, Vice President of IADP, also working at Arab, and Tom Streter, Senior Ecosystem Manager at Cadans. If you want to find out more about this podcast or our guests, go to cadans.com slash podcast. Here you'll also learn more about Cadans Science Partner and how it develops campuses throughout Europe, helping them to work on sustainable solutions for the future. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast in your favorite app so you won't miss our upcoming episodes. Thanks for listening. My name is Rudy van Beurden.